And I'm back. So the big story of the day was, of course, um, Jesse Smollett. If you haven't heard, um, grab a seat, get ready to be sad, because this is just a really heartbreaking story. Um, and honestly, this is what I was building today's episode all around. Um, I don't know how big the story is going to grow. I know it was huge today. Um, so here, here it goes. Um, if, if you don't know already, Jesse Smollett is, um, a regular on Empire. He plays, um, Jamal Lyon, one of the lead characters. Empire films in Chicago. So Jesse flew from New York to Chicago to film. Um, there seems to be a discrepancy here about what kind of restaurant he was going to. Um, but everyone agrees that he was going to a restaurant to get something to eat. It was fairly late at night. Um, and as he was leaving, two, two people, um, presumably guys, came up and started beating him up. They were yelling obscenities. They were yelling homophobic and racial slurs at him. Um, at some point, um, again, the, the, this does seem to be a point of contention between some of the news outlets. I'm going to go ahead and err on the side of caution and say it's an unidentified liquid. Although there, there are some reports that it was bleach. Um, at some point during the, the attack... One of the guys, one of the attackers, excuse me, slipped a noose around his neck. I don't know what scared them off, but thank God that they did because we would be having a much different conversation right now um, if, if they had gone through um, with killing him. And please make no mistake, that was the plan. You don't slip a noose around someone's neck because you think it's funny. Um, apparently they screamed out at him that the that this was MAGA country. And this is why the Kevin Hart stuff hits so close to home. I'm not a person of color, but I am a person in the LGBT community, and this is the shit we're dealing with right now because the hatred and the vileness that is spewed from the alleged leader of this country has made it okay for these radicals to act like this. And while you can't necessarily blame... Trump for this attack his words his actions and his stances on things saying that there are fine people on both sides when it comes to white nationalists and and neo-nazis no there is no good neo-nazi ever I'm going to make that perfectly clear there's never a good neo-nazi um 
um, Jesse's friend found him, called the called an ambulance, or called the police, rather. Um, but Jesse didn't take an ambulance ride. He drove himself to the hospital, got checked out. Um, he ha- he's, has a broken rib. Um, and other than, other than that and a few, um, bruises and stuff, he seems to be okay. Um, everyone in their family has, um, come out in support of Jesse. Um, there are a few commenters who are, who are trying to suggest that this was a fake attack or that this was just a publicity stunt. First of all, if it comes out that it's a publicity stunt, we're all going to be very pissed. I don't see Fox and Lee Daniels allowing that. You know, I would never say for sure that it's not the case, but I really don't think so. Um, Because Lee Daniels actually seemed distressed when talking about it. Um, Representatives from Fox seemed really upset. And this is not the sort of thing that you can fake. Um, Jesse, for his part, um, I follow him on Instagram. And when I last checked, he hadn't posted anything. Um, he seems to be keeping a low profile. But what, one of the things that I think um, leads credence to this is that he has been receiving a lot of hate mail. Um... Last week, he received a letter and cut out in in old fashioned stalker magazine letters cut out fashion that said "You're going to die, black fag." And again, that's just not okay. And I, I realize I'm probably speaking to the choir for everyone listening to um, to this right now. And I know that, you know, we should be saying that love is the answer. And But no, sometimes you have to face violence with violence. You have to face hate with hate. And sometimes you can't back down. And you have to make people see what douche nozzles they actually are. For Jesse, I hope he gets well soon. For me, I'm going to go and try to unrile myself. And hopefully, when Will listens to this, I don't get yelled at too much for um, for going way off topic a few times and all that other good stuff. Until next time, I'm lifting my martini glass to you and saying cheers. And I'm back. Um, one of the things I did want to say... Um, is that this weekend, even though I won't be recording um, a, a typical episode, I am going to do a deep dive into um, the Jesse Smollett um, story because it is the big story of the week. Um, it's Black History Month, and I think it's very important that we talk about these hate crimes that are happening um, just across... The, the the nation um, to people famous and, and not famous. Um, and the reason why I bring that up, of course, is because we're going to talk about Jesse Smollett. If, if you looked at the, 
the segment name. You knew that already. Um, but he's been he's been very quiet so far um, about his attack. He's been working with the police, the Chicago, the Chicago police. I swear to Jesus, I can talk most of the time. Um, <laughs> um, but he's been talking to the police and whatnot, but he hasn't made a public statement. That changed today. Um, today being February 1st, 2019. Um, he... He doesn't really address the haters or anything like that. Um, he he does in his own very unique, special way. Um, let me just read his statement to you, and then we can talk about it a little bit. He said, beautiful people, let me start by saying that I'm okay. My body is strong, but my soul is stronger. More importantly, I want to say thank you. The outpouring of love and support from my village has meant more than I will ever be able to truly put into words. I am working with authorities and have one hundred percent have been one hundred percent factual and consistent on every level. Despite my frustrations and deep concern with inaccuracies and misrepresentations that have been spread, I still believe that justice will be served. As my family stated that these these types of cowardly attacks are happening to my sisters and brothers and non gender conforming siblings daily. I am not and should not be looked at, looked upon as an isolated incident. We will talk soon and I will address all of the details of this horrific incident, but I need a moment to process. Most importantly, during times of trauma, grief, and pain, there is still a responsibility to lead with love. It's all I know, and that can't be kicked out of me. With love, respect, and honor, Jesse. And I mean that's a lot of lot to unpack here, but I think, I think the important part is, um, exactly what he said. These these attacks are happening to everybody across the country. Um, <clears throat> I said in my article about this whole situation, make America hate again. That the rhetoric from Trump has made this okay. <clears throat> you can't necessarily blame him for this 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 incident. I don't want to say isolated because it's definitely not isolated. Um, but you can't blame him for this incident on the on the level of he committed the crime. But you can blame him for using rhetoric that's not okay. For saying that trans people should not be in the military. They did nothing. They were serving our country. And all that did was f- further fuel the religious rights animosity. And made their hatred okay. When you talk about brown people kidnapping and duct taping women up. There are white trash men in Kentucky that do the same damn thing, but you don't do anything about that. There are white men who commit mass murders in this country. And they're not even acknowledged as the terrorist that they are. And the only difference between them and a Muslim man 
or them and a Latin man is the color of their skin. And that's why these hate crimes are on the rise. And it, maybe I'm preaching to the choir, and I hope I am. But if, if not, if you're supporting someone who says these things, please evaluate, because this incident with Jesse was not... It was not one of those incidents that will simply go away. That's not how it works. I'm going to go for the night. Um, look for the Jesse deep dive um, sometime this weekend. Hopefully I can get it out to you tomorrow, but no promises. Um, and until we speak again, cheers. And I'm back, guys. Um, thank you for listening to this, the Jesse Smollett deep dive. Um, unfortunately, I wasn't able to um, cover the full story like I would have wanted to in one big episode, um, or in, in tiny segments throughout the week. I decided that one big episode would be um, more than sufficient. Um, and I realized... I didn't have time to cut the um, the other two segments where uh, basically I'm saying goodbye to you guys. So thank you for continuing to listen. Um, even though I said cheers both times, um, this is not cheers. I'm not going away just yet anyways. Um, but I wanted to talk a little bit about... Um, some of the reactions, particularly from Kevin Hart. We're going to talk about Ellen, too, but I think the Kevin Hart um, part of this is really important. So, Kevin Hart, as soon as he heard, he did the right thing and tweeted out his support. He said, sending prayers your your way at Jesse Smollett. This is unbelievably sad. Why are we going backwards? This is disgusting. We as a people have to do better. What the fuck is going on around the world? Um, hold on, I'm pulling up his Instagram right now. Um, why are we falling in love with hate? God damn it, people. Choose love. I repeat, choose love. I will forever choose love, and I will continue to teach my kids to do the same. Stand a strong brother. Now, there's a little bit of irony to this, because, of course, Kevin Hart was um, tapped to host the Oscars, um, and then had to had to step down because uh, he had, um, uh, for lack of a better word here, jokes about beating his son over the head if he turned out to be gay. Um, it had been brought to my attention, um, by one of my dear friends, Mary T, that, you know, there are certain things that I don't understand as a white person. And and she's completely right, and I'm not gonna get into why I was, um, why I was I don't want to say wrong, but why I needed my eyes to be opened. But I will say this: child abuse is never funny. Period. 
the joke was just a bad joke. If it has to be explained, and, and Kevin Hart really did try to explain it several times, and even went on Ellen and tried to explain it away. But if you have to explain away a joke, then it's not funny. That's, that's all there is to it. And that's, that's really the thing that I think needs to be thought about here is it's just not funny. Um, and, and people started roasting him right away. Um, one lady said, her name is Bethany West, do you see why the jokes weren't funny now? Anthony Watson said, hopefully not you now see that the jokes you peddled that incited violence against hashtag LGBT people were never, ever funny. Um, and I mean, it just goes on and on and on like that. And I, these people were right to call him out, even if he didn't like it. And he went on... Uh, I'm trying to find his statement right now. Um, Okay, so here is his statement. I stand with a man in his time of hurt and need by giving him heartfelt support and you take the time to harp on my... 10-year past that I have apologized about and moved on from by being a better person. Do you want change? If so, I am an example of what you want to do, what you want people to do, change. I don't know if that's true. I really, truly hope it is. Um, by all accounts, he does not seem to have changed. Um, I mean, he's not making those jokes anymore. And I'm hoping it's because his heart's in the right place and he's not still bashing LGBT people behind closed doors or something. But the apology was half-hearted at best. Um, You know, when he tweeted that he was stepping down, he did say, you know, my apologies to the LGBT community. But it just... And maybe I'm being too hard on him. It just didn't seem like... It was something he really wanted to do. And that's what upsets me a little bit about him. But again, that's that's neither here nor there, I suppose. Um, and he's right. We do need to let people change. And I, and I certainly, certainly hope that he has. I'm going to go and I will be right back. And I'm back. And as promised, we're going to talk about Ellen now. Um, so... As you're about to hear, Jesse Smollett actually came out to Ellen in 2015 on her show, on her daytime talk show. And it was a reason for tears. Um, he was bay back then, um, you know, and it, it, you know, it was when he actually finally acknowledged that he was gay, it was just like lit up my heart. Um, for those of you who were with me from the Generation Gossip days, you know how I felt about Jesse. Like, mm, there was nearly a day I didn't mention him. He was the new Scott Evans. <laughs> um, but I, I, around that time, I also 
Um, just after that, I stopped watching Empire just because I didn't have time anymore. Anyways, so Ellen finally tweeted. I Well, I shouldn't say finally. It took her a hot minute to tweet. But when she did, she said, Four years ago, at Jersey Smollett came out on my show. I'm sending him and his family so much love today. And Twitter was not having it. Um, people tweeted at her, this is why someone's jokes about being their gay son were never funny. Um, another one said, as a self-proclaimed singular voice of the entire queer community, you waited a long time to post this. Also, you just used your platform to defend casual homophobia. This tweet is so empty and that's how I know your publicist didn't write it. Damn, that one is harsh. That one is basically calling Ellen heartless. Um, uh, Judah Robinson wrote, really inserting your show here. It's just sad. What about the guy who joked about beating his kid if they were gay that you forgave for all of us? Jokes like, jokes like that make this type of violence possible. You're part of the problem, Ellen. And here's the thing. Where's the lie in any of that? Her defense of, uh, of... The, the casual homophobia, as one person said, is part of the problem. Honestly, I'm a little bit upset with Ellen for that. Um, but mostly, I feel like instead of attacking these people, we should be sending our love to Jesse. We know he's fine. We know he's okay. But... As someone who has suffered, not necessarily homophobia, or it wasn't necessarily a hate crime, um, but as someone who has been mugged, as someone who has lived through domestic abuse, let me tell you, these attacks don't just leave you. They stay with you. And, you know, there there are many, many times when... I'll tense up for no reason, or, um, you know, something will fall to the ground and I'll just completely, and that's why I think, yes, calling Ellen out, calling Kevin Hart out, fine, let's do that, but let's also not lose sight of, of the love that he wants us to be sending to people, and I think that's what's happening a lot more here, is we're losing that sight, and I think we need to not. Um, you know, Jesse is a real person. Yes, he's famous. Um, he he makes a lot of money. Um, the studio, thankfully, is giving him security and, and the entire cast security to make sure that they're very well protected. And that that makes me very happy. And, you know, we can talk about Chicago's rising crime rate. We can talk about all of this. But at the end of the day, what we're not discussing here is what actually happened. We're not talking about the attack on Jesse. We're getting sidetracked by all these other little mini controversies. And it, it, it's just, it's not okay. 
I want to focus on Jesse and, you know, like I said, I we know we heard earlier in this in in this episode that he's okay and his his body and spirit are strong. But at the same time, you know, will he be suffering from PTSD? Will he be able to sleep? You know, will he be able to have a normal relationship? If he's constantly surrounded by bodyguards, it's those are the things that we really need to think about. I'm gonna go and I will be right back. And I'm back. So I want to kind of do a, an oral presentation of of an article I wrote. Um, I mentioned it earlier in this episode. It's called "Make America Hate Again." Make America Hate Again. <laughs> it would really help if I could speak. Um, um, if you want to read it, go to Vocal Media. Um, look up my name, Edward Anderson. Um, I believe it's under, if you go to Swamp, it's under Opinion. Um, I don't know how far down it will go, but it, again, it's called Make America Hate Again. So if you want to read it, please feel free. Um, if not, you're going to get the gist of it here. So... The attack on Jesse this week has really made me start thinking about, um, like, hate crimes and what what is happening in our country, in our world, really. <clears throat> and as I mentioned in 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 an earlier segment. I really believe that Donald Trump is to blame. And I don't mean like, oh, go arrest him, he carried out this attack, or he paid for this attack to happen. But he, in a way, he has made it okay. He, not once since he's taken office, has he acknowledged Pride Month. Now, people will say, oh, that's no big deal. You know, he's Republican, we don't expect it. Yes, I, I do expect it. I expect it of the President of the United States. And the reason why I expect it is not only because we were spoiled by Obama, but I expect it because when he announced, um, when he was accepting his, the nomination for the Republican Party's nomination, I just screwed that up, sorry. When he accepted the Republican nomination for President of the United States, he swore he was going to be inclusive um, and, and fight for the LGBT community. Now, I had a, I had a friend, we've had, since had a falling out, mostly over Kathy Griffin and the decapitated Trump head. Um... But we had, so we had a falling out. But she was always very shocked when I said that Trump has not been good for the LGBT community. She was very shocked when I told her that degenerates were going out and committing hate crimes in Trump's name and telling people this is MAGA country. Now, if that sounds familiar, that's because that was exactly what was yelled at Jesse when he was attacked. That is not to say, again, 
Obviously, Donald Trump did not carry out this attack himself. And if he did, I think that man moves faster than what any of us ever gave him credit for. But by by being such a white nationalist and by spouting such hateful, nasty things, by rolling back protections for LGBT people in the workplace, by banning transgender people from the military, he is saying that the, that the LGBT community is not part of this country. We are, we are no better than the quote-unquote illegal aliens that, pour, that are allegedly pouring into this country. And here's the thing, motherfucker. We pay our taxes just like everyone else. We have a right to vote just like everyone else. You may not like us, but we don't like you either. The only thing is, is we're not going to go out and commit violence in the name of making our point. We're going to make our point like we did November 2018, and we're going to vote your asses out of the office, and we're going to put people in there who are going to represent us. Making people hate, making it okay to yell homophobic, racial, and whatever other kind of slurs you can think of, we're not going to forget that. And that's that's the truth. We're not going to forget the hatred that he has allowed to pour in here. Jesse is a high-profile hate crime case. And it's really sad, but if you look at the st- the statistics, crimes against transgender people are nearly doubled. They've nearly doubled every single year since that man has taken office. But please tell me again how he's good for the entire country. No, he's good for the white trash idiots who voted for him. And that's it. I really hope that Jesse is healing and that he's feeling better and he really is getting stronger every single day. Um, you know, my heart really is with him. And I don't mean that in the psycho stalker way. <laughs> I mean that in a sweet way. Like, I really do hope he's okay. Um, thank you guys for listening as always. I hope you enjoyed this deep dive. If you have any more questions or if you want to um, ask me anything, please send them to ed at authoredanderson.com. And until then, I am raising my martini glass to you and saying goodbye. Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios here in New York City. And I should really rephrase that because I'm not... I'm live for portions. I'm like rent. (laughs) Portions of this episode will be live. The other portions have been previously recorded. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to do this new opening for you to let you know that a couple times throughout this episode you're going to hear me say cheers um, and goodbye. It's not actually cheers and goodbye until the very last segment, obviously. Um, the last segment of this episode is um, titled Donald Trump. Um, this whole episode is about the attack on Jesse Smollett. I'm not going to go into the details because that's what 
the rest of this episode is for. But, um, as you know, he was attacked uh, in Chicago on Tuesday, January 29th. Um, and there's been, um, they're investigating, um, they're looking into it. There were rumors that this was a publicity stunt. There, um, there were rumors that he was lying. None of that is true, thankfully. Uh, um, for a second, I, I really did worry that it was a publicity stunt for a storyline on Empire. But that has been proven to be false. Um, and when I say thankfully, I just mean because I don't want to give MAGA supporters any more ammunition to say, oh, these hate crimes are all fake, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I want them to realize that there is power in, in their words. Um, and we go into a whole discussion about that in the very last segment, hence why it's titled um, Donald Trump. Um, we talk about at least two celebrities who had blowback from, um, but we're supposed to be kind words, but we're actually pretty, pretty shady, if you ask me, um, Kevin Hart and Ellen DeGeneres, um, and I, you know, you guys know I love both of them, well, Kevin Hart I don't so much love is, I think he's alright, um, but I love Ellen. I think she's an icon. Um, she's a, definitely a trail, trailblazer. Jesus, I cannot speak. This is why parts of the episode are not live. Because there's no way I could do that. Um, um, I think she's a trailblazer, though. Um, she's definitely... She's definitely someone that the LGBT community should be looking up to. Um, but she's made a few missteps, <clears throat> including trying to insert herself or her show, promote her show, in the middle of trying to feel bad for Jesse. Um, and at the center of this all is is Jesse Smollett, who was viciously attacked. Um, you know, I I just don't even know what to say about it. It's it's sickening. It's sad. I hope that they catch the, the two people who did this. Um, I think one of the things I, I forgot to add in to the um, to the segment is about his neighbor. Um, so for a while, people like I said, people were trying to make it to where he was lying, and that he wasn't really attacked, or that it was. He was attacked, but it was more of a hookup. Well, his neighbor kind of dispelled that because she admitted... Well, she, not she admitted. She's, she told the police that these two guys were waiting outside of the apartment building, the Chicago apartment building where Jesse lived. And she saw that one of them had a rope, but she didn't think anything of it. And she didn't know that they were waiting for Jesse necessarily. So what does this all mean? It means that this was a pre-thought-out attack on a beloved TV star. Why did it happen? Hopefully we'll have that answer soon. For the rest of it, though, um, take a listen to what we have in store. Um, 
as always, I want to say thank you guys for listening. Um, and without further ado, here is the Jesse Smollett deep dive. And I will be right back. <laughs> 